Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day three with my friends Tommy and Kate Harrison, and we're um, so excited to have you guys. It's been such a blessing. Looking forward today to talk about homeschooling, stealing the introduction from Tommy just a little bit there, but uh, Kate, if you would go ahead and pray for us to get us started. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray your blessing on this conversation. We pray that what we say just glorifies you, and Lord, let it be for you and not for us. In your name we pray, amen. 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 So yeah, the, the homeschooling has been a very big blessing on our family. And it's changed a lot more than just the traditional thinking of homeschooling. And it's, it's changed our path as a family. So I feel like Kate is extremely well-versed on, on reasons to homeschool. And we'll give our information out for, for being able to uh, maybe contact us if you have any questions. But it's been an adventure that uh, that has been a huge blessing. And it warrants anybody to take time to, you know, think and just question to yourself, or are we doing the right thing? So, Kate, you can kind of talk about why we've did this. Well, and something you said, too, is it's not as hard as what everybody thinks. Right. Yeah. So I want you to tell that to all the dads. Yes, it is not nearly as bad. It sounds scary on the outside, but it is definitely, when you get into it, it's actually, I feel like, easier than even regular uh, public school. So it's, there's there's parts of it that can be a little difficult, but it's it's a huge blessing. Would you agree that the decision to homeschool is harder than actually homeschooling? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, we we came into a point in our life where we had some issues at at a daycare, and that that was a pretty quick decision that that Kate was a stay at home mom at that point. From there, I'll let Kate kind of tell the story, but that leads kind of into where we had these decisions come from. So yeah, yeah. So. Fast forward a little bit from my testimony yesterday. I am now a full-time stay-at-home mom. Our oldest, Isla, is in her first year of preschool, which is preschool, so you just shrug off any questionable things, I guess, or issues that arise. But I remember her first year of preschool. I adored her preschool teacher. She's a wonderful, wonderful Christian woman, and she first kind of planted that seed of homeschooling saying, I really think if you can homeschool, that would be the best thing for Isla. And I was like, eh, no, absolutely. I'll never homeschool. Are you kidding me? No, I'm (laughs) pregnant with my third one. I'm not going to homeschool. Get out of here. You know, let's, why would I do that? I pay tax money. Fast forward another year to Isla's second year in pre-K. I, she was blessed with another, another wonderful woman um, who I'm so thankful for and the director of the preschool at the time is just she's also an amazing lady so God really put them in our lives for a reason we had a conference one day and they said the same thing I really think if you can homeschool Isla that would be the best thing for her she will get lost in the school it is not set up for her or if you are truly not willing to homeschool her you know, find a different school setting. So I was like, yeah, I'm not homeschooling her. So I actually, her kindergarten year, started driving her to an out-of-district school because it was smaller. So she only had 12 kids in her kindergarten class, which is basically unheard of. But I thought, well, that's my answer. I'll just drive. That'll be easier, right? (laughs) So we go through the first semester of kindergarten and, and the writing's on the wall. And it was these seeds were just kept being planted and obedience is uncomfortable and I was not ready to be uncomfortable yet. So I kept ignoring the prompting. I kept ignoring the prompting and I have even written in my journal 
are we making the best decision for Isla or are we doing what's easier? Mm-hmm. And I wrote that down because it was, I knew he had, I know he has plans, not new. I know he has plans for Isla. And what the school was telling me was just not aligning with what, what I know and what I knew and what I knew about my daughter and what I knew about God. And not to mention, you know, all the other things that from a Christian perspective, what is being taught in school. Um, so that alone, even if you don't have a child that had some struggles or had some things falling through the cracks, even in kindergarten, the things that I saw in that curriculum for a kindergartner were mind blowing. So I had talked about it forever. Tommy was hesitant, as he said, the decision to actually make to homeschool is so hard. So many questions, so many what ifs, which none of that matters. Looking back, knowing none of that, none of that matters. So come Christmas break of Isla's kindergartens was Christmas break 2019, pre-COVID. Tommy said, don't send her back. You want to homeschool, don't send her back. And I was like, well, I have no time to prepare, but okay. So we pulled her. So that was even pre-COVID. And it's been the absolute best decision for our family for many reasons. So in my mind, one of my one of my motivating scriptures always was give to Caesars what is Caesars and to God what is God's. And I had to get down on my knees and ask God, like, what is yours? My child is yours. Without a doubt, my child is God's child. I'm a child of God. So why would I be giving my child to Caesar? Not to hurt on anybody's feelings. These are government schools. Let's stop calling them public schools. They are government schools. I don't know about you, but my morals don't align with what the government tells me. Come on at all. And I am a parent. I know what's better for my child than the government. So many Christians, we send our kids to these schools to Caesar. And then we are surprised when 12 years later, they come out Romans Mm -hmm. and we want to know what happened. Come on, Kate. And there's just so, I could just go in and on and on about, about that. But it talks about the narrow road Public school is the broad road. Would it be easier for me to load my kids up on the school bus that I'm paying for with my taxes? Absolutely. Sit in my house, slippers, wave at them, drink my coffee, have some eight hours of peace. But that is not what has been put on my life. And as a Christian, I truly don't believe any Christian really should have their child in public school. We are in spiritual warfare, and that is ground zero. And to say I want my child to be the light they aren't trained. You have adults, and and this isn't to discredit anybody that works in the schools. We have family that work in the school. I have very close friends. They are good people. There are good people that work in the school. Yep. But even adults that are good people have a difficult time standing up for what they know is right. Yep. So how can you expect your child to be able to differentiate what is right they're not trying to go into spiritual warfare and some of that is like i said even in the curriculum there are so many things that are masked as to help them and if you take an honest look at it and evaluate it through the lens of scripture like we are called to do i promise you it does not align with god's word yeah well and you know kate thank you for for the boldness in that but you know 
there and there's a lot of good teachers out there as Kate yes. mentioned there's a lot yes. of good people out there but they are still under the government and their rules and what they can say and what they cannot say and I think we've a lot of times forgotten that uh, that God was taken out of our schools and our courthouses and our government a number of decades ago, and that's why we're in the situation that we're in right now. And I really admire you guys for homeschooling, and you know your kids are are a blessing. And you know it's like a sowing and reaping principle, right? When you sow money, you reap money, whether you want to or not. That's God's principle. When you sow time, you reap time. And so as you sowed that time into your kids, you're going to reap back time where you'll have time to do things, right? And people think, we think in financial terms, well, if I give that away, I'm not going to have any money. That's not God's principle. Yeah, it's very true. We, I feel like we are freer with our time and, and flexibility now than we ever would have been prior. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Well, we ran out of time for today. Tom, are you going to close us in prayer? Absolutely. Lord, we just thank you for Kate's words um, that you spoke through her and for your wisdom, Lord, for your word. Um, we pray that you just help those out there who are who are hungry for it, to apply it to their lives, to maybe just to give some food for thought to those, Lord, and just uh, pray that you just watch over us. And um, we thank you for Greg's podcast and um, opportunity to be here. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Kate, how would they contact you if anybody has any questions about homeschooling? Um, feel free to email me. It's a little bit of a long email, but it's D as in Donna, K Harrison, rn at gmail.com so all one word d k harrison rn at gmail.com in my former life I, I was a registered nurse but you know now my life is so much so much more than than a career so praise god well thank you and you know i just encourage you out there maybe this podcast was for one or two or three or five out there that you're thinking about what to do with your kids you know just feel free to contact kate and tommy about it and pray about it and maybe God has something different than what you thought, like with Kate, thinking that she had this plan of the school system. So I'd encourage you just to give that some thought and pray about it and, and contact them if you'd like to. And folks, you can contact our ministry at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.